Talking Con, a cup of tea with an Englishman in San Diego. Season 9, Episode 1. We're back. And Simon Myers of Meanwhile in Coventry Comic Festival. Hello there and welcome along to Talking Con, a cup of tea with an Englishman in San Diego. The cuppa is back, the cap is back, um, I'm half the man I used to be, um, it's been a heck of a year um, and it's been um, quite a long time since we've done one of these. Uh, yes, we have had one or two uh, kind of incidental episodes, we had a, a recap episode a couple of weeks ago where we talked about um, the awards for Tripwire magazine, uh, which I was very um, honoured to be a part of. And also we uh, kind of ran, did, went through the runners and riders with Joel Meadows, the editor-in-chief of uh, uh, Tripwire magazine. So it was a pleasure to do that. Um, but uh, we haven't done an actual podcast episode for a while. I think the last time we did one of these was, what, February? Something like that? Uh, even then, I, I'm not entirely sure. Um, either way, um, it's we're back. And uh, what we're going to be doing is every Sunday we're going to be talking about uh, uh, Comic-Cons, con culture and all the stuff and nonsense we get to enjoy at such shows. If this is your first time watch watching Talking Con, a cup of tea with an Englishman in San Diego, thank you very much indeed for joining us. Please do like, subscribe, comment down below. We've got the chat room up and running, but do put uh, uh, something in the comments. Uh, do let us know how we're doing. Um, let us know if there's anyone that you would like to see as a guest on the show because that obviously is something that we're going to be moving forward looking for uh, guests to talk to because the run of podcasts that we did uh, throughout uh, lockdown and uh, last year in 2020 it's safe to say we had ourselves a stellar year of some incredible guests um, I'm still gobsmacked about uh, who we managed to get on the show uh, last year and hopefully we're going to build on that and we're going to be having some more on we are talking to people and we're going to be getting uh, a bit of an announcement later on in the week, hopefully, about who we're going to be having on the shows moving forward. This is season nine. Um, we I know that we, this isn't nine years of it, but we had did kind of like break it down. We had the um, Google Plus Hangouts. So that counts as a season. Uh, we had um, a season where I did some and then we had the uh, the season where uh we had other special guests come on and we had uh, Alyssa join us and we all kind of broken up um but um this is kind of like our ninth block leading up to San Diego Comic-Con 2022 um obviously stuff and nonsense is going to be happening between now and then um we have in November um a con on both sides of the, the Atlantic which uh, I'm very excited about number one um over in the states of course uh, we've got uh, Comic-Con Special Edition, which we're going to talk about very shortly indeed. And we've also got ourselves um, Thought Bubble as well, which we are going to be really diving into. And it's going to be kind of like a relaunch for the website, theconventioncollective.com, for our coverage of cons. Um, that's the general idea. Um, uh, we, are, Of course, the reason why I haven't done these uh, podcasts and uh, the reason why I haven't been doing a regular show uh, is because I've always wanted the show to be live. Um, it's about you guys. This isn't my show. I kind of sit on screen, yes, but this is you. This is all about your roundtable and about your talking about um, your experiences at conventions 
and uh, how we can kind of help that you attend a better show. So that's the idea. That's the plan. And of course, uh, your chats and your contributions to that, uh, we always uh, appreciate it. So thank you very much indeed. We've got ourselves, uh, Aaron Neighbors, who's uh, joining us, looking great. Thank you. I appreciate that. Um, like I say, a little bit of weight's been lost, but uh, exercise, good diet, and a lot of cycling. Who knew if I'd have gotten that memo when I was 20, it would have been a uh, much different story. So there we go. Sarita P's joining us. Hello all. Thank you very much indeed for joining us, uh, Sarita. Uh, Toby uh, Tolentino is watching a sippy cuppa. Um, I, I really, sh this is probably, this is probably the first cup of tea I've had for quite some time because I've just been working my backside off. Mm -mm -mm. Uh, so Lister of Spec, uh, better be a safety lid on that cuppa. No, I will never let you get that down. Spilling liquor was a sin, Englishman. Um, that bit of video, I really should kind of clip and upload special because that was a very special moment uh, interviewing J.H. Williams III and at the very end saying that I'm going to be uh, looking forward to speaking to everybody. I'm going to go away now and have my pint of cider and then I dropped it all over the laptop. Not great. Not great at all. Um, let's see who else is uh, joining us as well. Yeah, um, Leanne D is uh, uh, watching on Thorbubble. Very excited because she's actually going to be coming across. So we're kind of going to have a little bit of a double header. Myself and Leanne D, we're going to be wandering around and we're going to be exploring Harrogate. Um, it's shaping up to be one hell of a show. Um, how it's going to be affected by COVID um, by November, we have no idea. But the, the lineup so far is shaping up very nicely indeed. Uh, we have ourselves a couple of uh, uh, Geek Explorers. I don't know if they've joined us before on the uh, the podcast. So thank you very much indeed to Geek Explorers for watching us on uh, YouTube. Michael P. Michael P is always keeping his eyes open on what's happening in the way of uh, uh, con culture. And yes, uh, NYCC badges are still available, as are the badges for San Diego Comic-Con Special Edition. Again, we'll get into that uh, in a second. So Lister Smeg, uh, yesterday was my birthday. I'm nursing a major hangover um listen happy birthday solicitor made congratulations um on your 21st birthday again we'll we'll go i'll i'll, I'll hedge my get best bets on that one so there we go aaron neighbors is watching olaf from san diego uh chuck cook is watching how do you all listen thank you very much indeed for uh, joining us today it's an absolute pleasure to uh, be back um as always we are looking for your suggestions for guests moving forward. But we are going to be speaking to uh, Simon Myers, who is the organizer of Meanwhile in Commentary, a brand new show that came to um, uh, Commentary last weekend. Myself and Caroline went and I was invited along because I was hosting a couple of panels. I wasn't able to live stream them, but um, as soon as Simon and the team are able to get them up, um, we'll, I'll be able to share them on uh, uh, various social media platforms. I personally had an absolute blast um, taking part in the panels, which I did. Um, I did a, a DC Writers uh, panel, which was unusual because it was all artists, uh, but it was mostly about the relationship between creatives and um, uh, professionals and the actual company. It was not the happy, clappy, um, smoke-blowing-up-ass uh, session that I suspect DC wanted. Uh, but then again, we told the truth and we uh, we had a great session. Talk about that uh, in a bit. Um, and also I spoke to Rachel. Um, um, I could agree. I've had a complete mind fart because it's Rachel on um, uh, uh, social media. Rachel Smith, of course, creator of uh, Quarantine Comics. 
pleasure to talk to her for an hour or so. And like I say, those panels will be uh, posting up as soon as we uh, possibly can. Oh, we've got uh, Alyssa joining us. Hello, Alyssa. Thank you very much indeed for uh, stopping by. Thank you very much indeed. Um, so, yes, let's uh, get into uh, the, uh, the the main part of uh, uh, the coverage, which uh, we're going to be doing about the news. A couple of bits and pieces, a couple of updates. And, of course, do jump in with any of your comments, especially in regards to uh, Comic-Con Special Edition. Um, this is going to be taking place in November. Um, it's what's uh, I, 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 I want to say it's we've got six weeks till the re return time for the badges. Uh, so I'm going to have to just check uh, on the, uh, the date for special edition. But I believe it is uh, where, are we, where are we at? Where are we at? Where are we at? I just want to confirm the date in my head. Yeah, 26th to 28th of November. Uh, but six weeks to go uh, if you have bought your uh, tickets. Um, or your badges, and you want, are wanting to refund those uh, because, uh, yeah, they're giving a little bit of a, a refund date. Um, so, yeah, it's uh, a bit of a, an odd experience, uh, this special edition. The vibe is certainly different. Um, the anticipation is slightly off or slightly different. I mean, people are excited to get back into the convention center. And, yes, the, uh, the badges did um, sell by all accounts, reasonably well. Um, but it was the hardcore fans that were talking about it, uh, those that uh, attend San Diego Comic-Con each July on a regular basis, um, those that were really um, kind of uh, wrapped up in the, the con culture, uh, those that kind of are excited at the fact that they're now painting the uh, uh, Balboa Park uh, museum space, those people who are excited but at the end of the day, um, the actual badge sales, they're still available. Um, and uh, that does speak volumes about the demand. It's going to be a little bit more like a WonderCon um, with a slight change on that one. Someone actually, uh, I believe, said on a, a podcast or on a, a coverage thing that is, the vibe is going to be very much like a WonderCon in that it's going to be more about uh, the vendors and the exhibitors and the artists uh, rather than um, of being a more multimedia um, entertainment uh, show as well uh, as always Comic-Con has always involved that and uh, wrapped that into its uh, uh, matrix at the end of the day I suspect this is going to be more about creators and I suspect it's going to be more about local creators as well um, a lot of people aren't going to be wanting to do uh, flights people are wanting to keep themselves nice and safe the thing about creatives and especially when it comes to the comics industry we're talking about an industry which doesn't have much in the way of protection for uh, health coverage uh, for creators, which means they have to be incredibly um, careful. They have to be um, insular to some degree, and they have to look after themselves and their family if they want to keep working and earning. They can't take the risks. So um, what that actually is going to mean uh, for uh, creatives uh, attending the show, we'll find out. Uh, we had a sneak, sneak peek on Thursday, I believe, uh, for uh, creatives that are coming to uh, Comic-Con Special Edition. Uh, they showed up on the uh, the, the Toucan blog, a uh, kind of guest sneak peek, which I can share with you on the uh, old screen. Uh, so let's uh, bring that up. This was um, on the Comic-Con uh, uh, website, uh, if you do uh, get the chance to head to uh, 
the uh, uh, Toucan blog. It's always fun to just check out um, uh, what they're actually doing on the, the site. And always Maggie Thompson's articles are well worth checking out. But uh, we had ourselves uh, three names that were uh, listed. Uh, this is a sneak peek. And of course, these are going to be rolled out as we uh, go closer to uh, November. Kevin Eastman uh, is the, uh, the first person, admittedly a local boy. So he's based in San Diego. So it's just down the road, really. Not a great uh, bit of uh, distance for him. So, uh, yeah, we'll see uh, how he goes. Uh, Dustin uh, Nugent, not entirely sure where he's actually based. So, uh, again, it's all going to tie into uh, the availability and getting creators into uh, the area. However, I do know that Sam Maggs is going to be traveling some kind of distance. Great writer of some fantastic books and of uh, um, uh, comics as well. Uh, so do uh, check those out. So those are the three names that were announced. Uh, Kevin Eastman, Dustin Nugent, and Sam Maggs. Um, let's have a look at um, our uh, uh, comments so far. Uh, we had ourselves um, uh, Chuck Cook, Cook, Cook saying, that's exactly what we're expecting, essentially WonderCon down the street. Uh, yep, absolutely. Um, Andrew Dickinson asking, WonderCon, you pick up the tickets on the same day and the doors open at 11, thinking this will be the same. Um, yes and no. The, uh, they're actually going to be uh, opening up the, uh, the badge sale for um, Comic-Con Special Edition. Um, in Hall H is where it's going to be administrated. So you kind of head down to, the, uh, to that end of the building, queue up, get yourself in there, get your badge which you've bought for the three days because there isn't any individual day badge available for uh, Comic-Con Special Edition. It's all or nothing, $150, or should I be accurate, 158.80 because of the processing fee per ticket. So, yes, they, uh, uh, they've uh, kind of latched onto a couple of extra pennies for uh, in that regard. Um, but, um, yeah, the way that I suspect it's going to work um, is going to be very similar to how they have it organized um, for um, up in sales for the, the main uh, uh, for Comic-Con in July. Instead of wandering around the building so much, though, into Hall H and uh, show your uh, vaccination card, of course, your proof of vaccination. And uh, yes, I, I'm guessing there's going to be some form of wristband or even it could be uh, RFID. So it could be actually encoded into your badge, which I think would be probably the best solution. So we'll we'll see how it goes. Um, oh, and Michael, please correcting me. Badge pickup starts on the Tuesday, actually. So you actually have, if you are local, you can actually head down and uh, get yourself your badges pretty much um, uh, throughout the course of the, uh, of the week. Uh, into the Blue Mister, in all honesty, I'd be more tempted to attend San Diego Comic Fest rather than SDCC. Sounds more like my kind of thing. Um, San Diego Comic Fest rather than San Diego Comic-Con Special Edition, maybe, if you are a hardcore comics fan. Um, we've always called San Diego Comic Fest um, a show that harks back to the, the halcyon days of San Diego Comic-Con. Very much about the creators, very much about the artists, um, very much about the, uh, the golden age of cinema and uh, creators. So um, always some uh, great uh, legacy guests. Uh, attending uh, Comic Fest, and indeed the largest comic convention that took place in 2020. I believe I got that right. Uh, so uh, yeah, always. Uh, I think they really should have that on their uh, 
on their uh, card. Um, Alyssa Franks, a new director this year. Uh, yes. Uh, do you mean for Comic Fest or do you mean for San Diego Comic Con? Uh, because I believe uh, it's the same for uh, San Diego Comic Fest because someone has got themselves a new job and I think they've had to step down. But yes, um, certainly for the convention uh, for San Diego Comic Con, there is a new director, uh, somebody who has had a little bit of uh, worrying concern in her CV. Um, but at the end of the day, end of the day, um, the convention has full faith in her. So um, she's going to be the one that's going to be taking uh, the convention through. Um, I'm going to be very curious. I'm going to be in the room for the uh, uh, the talkback panel. If it runs, uh, that's going to be next July. And I'll be very curious to see how she does. Um, Alyssa Franks is saying, no, it's the fest. Yes, um, because, well, someone's moved on and got themselves a, a job. Uh, so uh, I, I think we can all appreciate that uh, in uh, in this time of year. Uh, so let's have a look at what else we've got. Let's uh, try and uh, cover as much as we possibly can. Yes, uh, the reward is a huge plus for those that want uh, San Diego Comic-Con registration for 2023. If you have bought yourself uh, a badge for San Diego Comic-Con Special Edition, you will be able to, uh, or you are qualified for pre-registration for Comic-Con in July in 2023. Um, if you are a badge holder for 2022, um, that means you're basically a badge holder for uh, 2019 or 2020, sorry, uh, because those badges went on sale in uh, 2019. It seems like an age ago now. Uh, those rolled on for the last two years. And yes, your pre-registration uh, for 2022 is not going to happen because it was a sellout show. Um, we basically uh, are guessing that there's not going to be much in returns uh, in in return for uh, refunded badges. Uh, so it's a case of just there's not going to be a badge sale for next year. Uh, however, if you have bought yourself a badge for a special edition, yes, you're uh, automatically going to be available for pre-registration for San Diego Comic-Con uh, 2023. And I do know a number of people that have bought badges and outlaid that $150, 158, yada, 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 for that money uh, for a full weekend badge, just so it's a better opportunity to get the foot in the door at San Diego Comic-Con, which at the end of the day is always going to be uh, the big draw. Whether it's going to be as big a draw as previous years because of uh, the local situation or the, the worldwide situation, we have yet unknown. Um, let's have a look. Dan Berry. Uh, Matt is still the chairman for SD uh, Comic Fest, but Tauri stepped down as director. I was under the impression Matt had stepped down as chairman, but if he's still involved and if he's still um, uh, kind of putting stuff together for Comic Fest, yeah, Matt Dunford uh, is a good friend of ours, and we're looking forward to getting him back on the show. Uh, solicitors make wonder how it will affect chances of people getting badges in return registration for 2023 with an influx of extra eligible people. True, but it's also worthwhile uh, remembering as well that uh, we are talking about a badge sale which didn't sell out. Um, I've no idea how many they're putting on the door, uh, and we will never find those numbers out. Uh, San Diego Comic Con will never, or CCI will never reveal those numbers. Um, but at the end of the day, it's, I think it's going to be, there's going to be an impact, but it's not going to be huge. 
Uh, we'll see how it goes. Um, yeah, we'll see how it goes. Andrew Dickinson, um, within an hour of the announcement the flights were allowed, I got notification the flight was changed. United no longer listing a direct uh, LHR to LAX flight. Um, ah, well, I mean, we can only hope that uh, that uh, changes. But at the end of the day, uh, transport um, within the US is still um, problematic. Um, but uh, hopefully that situation is going to improve between now and November. Um, in terms of what is actually going to be presented, uh, we've all also been checking out the headlines as well uh, from the likes of um, Hollywood Reporter uh, and also Deadline as well. A number of uh, companies are not going to be representing on the floor, including the likes of DC, uh, Marvel, Dark Horse, um, and etc. Um, a number of uh, film companies have said that they're not going to be representing um, purely because uh, it's a case of getting talent to the actual uh, show itself. Uh, it's going to be an interesting show. Dan Berry is going. Uh, he's uh, a local lad. He's got his ticket. He's going to be uh, making his way. I believe Alyssa Franks is going to be making her way as well. And I'm looking forward to um, doing a couple of live streams from inside the convention center i want to see what the change is going to be like i want to see what the um the impression of the uh, the show is going to be like um yeah it's going to be an interesting one so oh michael p oh here we go chuck De cook is saying uh, we're going michael p i'm going as well aaron neighbors me too listen i'm very tempted to just get you all to just dive in and live stream and let's just have like five or six windows open Let's just do a panoramic of uh, uh, of uh, San Diego Comic Con special edition. Let's see how it does. Uh, Dan Barry, uh, Darren Shulman will also be representing uh, uh, the Convention Collective at SDCC special edition. Looking good. Okay, so there you go. Right. Um, so uh, we'll uh, keep a track on all the announcements uh, going forward for San Diego Comic Con Special Edition. Uh, also, as well, um, we had ourselves the uh, the hotels uh, going uh, live on Friday, I believe. Um, and as far as I'm aware, uh, it's a case of uh, the uh, the hotels are or were available and very very cheap as well. And the idea, uh, one or two people saying we wish that the uh, the hotels were as cheap uh, for uh, uh, for uh, the uh, the main Comic Con, uh, which unfortunately that's not going to be the case, but ever. But um, for now, uh, it is a case of yeah, excellent stuff. It's just nice and nice and cheap, so uh, fantastic stuff. Um, let's have a look. I wanted to uh, show the. Uh, Let's see if I can uh, just bring this up because uh, the unofficial blog uh, did a great show uh, while the actual badge sale was taking place. Uh, it was rather interesting to see experienced badge buyers uh, such as um, uh, the uh, editor-in-chief and Kerry and everyone else involved in the unofficial blog. It was very interesting to watch them um, kind of saying, oh, right, I'm in. Uh, I've got to disappear now. I'm going to go and buy my uh, special edition badge. Um, and it kind of threw them a little bit for a loop, but um, it's it was interesting to see them disappear and what you would expect to be eight minutes or seven, eight minutes while they inputted all the data and rushed through the uh, the, the badge sale. Then it just kind of like uh, uh, it came to a little bit of a, uh, a crashing halt because 
they kind of came back three minutes later and just saying, yep, that was incredibly painless. Uh, that was a really easy uh, setup. Uh, so no, that was it's a great um, uh, recap of the badge sale. So do uh, check that out if you get the chance. Uh, that is on their YouTube channel at the moment. Uh, but um, we had ourselves this uh, uh, update that they posted, um, which was the um, uh, yeah the uh, there. Uh, update of the hotel um, update. This was what 45 minutes ago. Um, hotel Republic sold out low inventory on a Hilton gas lamp, two rooms, Marriott gas lamp, three rooms, Indigo six, Hard Rock 11, resident in by um, Marriott downtown 13. But still lots of hotels available. Something they uh, pointed out as well as part of the live stream was uh, the fact that um, don't forget, as part of uh, this uh, special edition of Comic Con, the city is not going to be putting on a free shuttle service. It is something that they've arranged with the city and the local uh, transport. Uh, so uh, SDMTS are not going to be putting on a shuttle service. Um, so if you would are thinking about getting a hotel a little bit further afield um, up in, in um, uh, the, the top end of town, um, uh, Mission Valley, etc., don't forget, it's going to be uh, harder to get down to town. But uh, they put up uh, a nice little uh, uh, a screenshot of the rooms that are available. And like I say, they're not extortionate. Uh, so if you are heading to uh, uh, Comic-Con uh, Special Edition, yes, the uh, they're there. And uh, they're more than uh, available. So if you want to dive into that. Now, let's have a look at this. So let's just make, I'm pretty sure I've read somewhere that Funko and Bluefin will have exclusives SDCC Special Edition. Well, yes, um, by all accounts, um, and this is part of announcements that have been made uh, by Comic-Con, Funko will have a representation at Special Edition. Not necessarily an actual booth. Uh, they kind of worded it very very carefully. Um, but yes, the whole idea of um, uh, exclusives, I think we're going to be seeing those. It's just more a case of... Um, what we're going to actually see um, on the floor. So there we go. Cerita P, hotel pricing was nice. Hope they're nice next year. We'll see what happens. Uh, Lisa Franks, let's have a look. Uh, so did Movers and Shakers. Brendan did one. Ah, right. I haven't seen Brendan's uh, effort yet, so I might watch that a little bit, uh, 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 try that a little bit later and listen to that. So there we go. What else? Um, Andrew Dickinson, all of ours were finished in nine uh, minutes 21 and that followed one group being thrown out of the queue uh, our buying group um said Ch chuck cook was done in 15 minutes we had two more in but no more people who wanted tickets fair enough um the md it was so hard for me not to buy comic-con special edition badges and like i say they are still available and i suspect they're going to be still available for some time so if you are suddenly getting the urge to get yourself a comic-con fix dive into that so please uh, uh, check that out right uh what else have we got uh, going on um yeah we've got ourselves uh, a little bit more news as well when it comes to um the likes of thought bubble uh they have been announcing a whole bunch of uh, um uh, restrictions well not restrictions as such but certainly uh, the way that they're going to be operating uh, their uh uh, the convention this year they are very much going to be going for uh, the full uh, vaccination card route uh, you have to have a proof of vaccination 
um, or you're going to have to have a positive uh, test result uh, paperwork uh, before you even get through the door, which is understandable if you've been to uh, um, uh, the, uh, the convention center in Harrogate, you know it's a very closed system. Um, I actually had concerns about uh, Thought Bubble moving to Harrogate because of the, the area. It's one of those uh, affluent areas. It's one of those areas that has a little bit of a chip on its shoulder that it's not York. Uh, but uh, the reason why it's so affluent is they don't spend money. Uh, they're very frugal uh, in uh, Harrogate. But inside the convention centre, it's almost like its own little world. You go in through the front door. There's no real way to kind of move around. There's no additional ex exits or entrances. It really is through the front entrance of the convention of the uh, convention hall at um, in Harrogate, which does make it very difficult for ventilation and movement. And we'll uh, certainly see with that with uh, COVID in November. But like I say, they are going the full route when it comes to vaccination card and also the um, other elements of uh, making sure that everyone's safe on the floor. Um, we're also going to be seeing, or that has also been introduced by uh, MCM as well. And by all accounts, we may be seeing that being introduced by, uh, for New York Comic Con. That we've yet to find out. It's not been officially uh, announced just yet. But by all accounts, you are going to have to have a vaccination card or uh, proof of a, uh, a COVID-free test uh, 24 hours prior. Uh, so we'll see how that goes. Um, like I say, we're waiting on um, the official Repop announcement about that at some point. So fingers crossed, um, things will start uh, developing nicely on that one. Uh, Alyssa Franks was talking about um, uh, the badge buying uh, process. Running, running man time was not accurate. No, the estimation was likely based on an average time to complete the buying process. And everybody just kind of dived, dived in um, and it wasn't an average um, time. It was rather easy to do and rather um, uh, uh, quick to uh, kind of move through the process. So, yes, uh, Geek Explorers, we had the first MCM London guest announcement, Tom Hiddleston yesterday, including astonishing prices. Yes, it was uh, uh, yeah, a little bit expensive, but uh, it's Tom Hiddleston. What, what on earth would you expect? So uh, there we go. Right. Um, so we're going to keep an eye on all of the updates coming out of San Diego Comic-Con Special Edition. And we're going to be keeping it up to date as well with Thought Bubble as well. Um, so do stick with us uh, on Talking Con, a cup of tea with an Englishman in San Diego. We would love to uh, please have you joining us uh, throughout the course of uh, the, this season going forward uh, with our special guests and also our news and updates as we go forward. And certainly as we head towards Lakes. Uh, we've got uh, the Lakes Festival. We've got ourselves uh, London Film and Comic Con coming up. We've got ourselves MCM London and also MCM Birmingham, I believe. And, of course, Thought Bubble in November. And all the US shows as well. We'll do our best to uh, cover all of those. Don't forget, um, if you are watching, um, we are going to be moving over to our Patreon uh, very shortly indeed. So please do uh, join us for that um, because, of course, we're going to be uh, closing the... Uh, uh, the, the 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 live stream down for the other streams uh, very shortly indeed i will trim that little bit of a technical issue out very shortly uh before we upload it on wednesday but do join us on wednesday if you are watching this for free and we'll uh, do the full uh, bits and pieces but please do uh consider joining us on the patreon uh, stream donate a couple of pennies into the uh, the pot every penny goes to our writers on the convention collective please do uh, support us the best you can. Uh, we're going to be uh, closing that stream down very shortly indeed. So if you are watching on Facebook, 
YouTube or on Twitter. Uh, while we vanish, uh, we'll say hello and say goodbye. But if you are watching on Patreon, it's going to be a, a, the complete stream as we talk to Simon Mayers, who's joining us. Hello there, Simon. How the devil are you, sir? Yeah, I'm all right. Although it is Myers. Oh, Myers. I always keep saying Mayers, don't I? Mm. Okay. So I thought that's what, it, I, I, thought that's like, what I said. It's not like we've only just met, Len. No, 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 no. Um, so, um, Stephen, it's a pleasure to have you joining us. Um, <laughs> thanks, thanks for coming on. Um, yes, you had yourself a uh, busy weekend, uh, and uh, you're looking a lot more relaxed now than you were this time last Sunday, uh, because yeah. you were looking um, a little bit frazzled there, sir. Yeah, um, yeah, that was, <laughs> that was an adventure. Yes. Um, just to explain, I mean, if well, well, first things first, explain who you are uh, in terms of your creative journey, and then uh, explain and explain to us about Meanwhile Comic Con. But first things first, who are you, Simon? And um, uh, it's certainly about what you've done in terms of your art and uh, in terms of comics. Oh, okay. Um, I uh, I'm an illustrator primarily, um, and. Uh, I've worked all over the place. Um, I mean, some of the stuff I've done, I created the launch range of T-shirt graphics for Ted Baker at Designers at Debenhams. I worked on uh, London 2012 for Adidas. Um, uh, I've done loads of stuff. Um, and then a few years ago, I sort of got made redundant, had to move back to the Midlands from London and realised that actually I'm not a fan of graphic design so i started drawing <laughs> well i've always drawn and i should have gone into drawing first but then i decided to uh, uh try and make it uh, as an illustrator and um got some work doing uh doctor who and sherlock covers loads of stuff for titan comics and then just recently thought well i've got the idea of the perfect festival in my head and let's you, see you, you have the you have the, the the this kind of like the phone book of people mm. you'd either met at conventions or just kind of talked to. So, I mean, I, the one thing I learned about you when I met you at Thought Bubble, um, you like to network. You like to meet people and come out from behind your table and actually talk to everyone. So you kind of, like, have this contact list. Networking isn't the right word. It, it looks like networking. I just like... I like meeting new people and learning about them. You know, like, I'd rather ask questions about new people and learn about them than talk about myself um and whether that's endearing or not but i am um, yeah i ended up with a contacts list that was quite enviable so meanwhile it was put on as like many people pulling favors for me <laughs> you had yourself a hell of a guest list um i mean when did pro it's not like the the planning for meanwhile start i mean when when did they from that first germ of an idea in your head oh, well, so. it, it all it all started uh i've been running an event called a drink and draw um for for many many years almost a decade uh with a friend of mine who unfortunately uh uh through no fault of anybody's actually wasn't involved in the planning in meanwhile um and it all started because we were doodling on a beer mat in a pub and the landlady said, well, you know, do you want to do that for a night? And we did. And we had 75 people turn up the first night thinking it would just be 
you know, me and Nigel and a few others sitting around a table. But this happened and just, so in December, sorry, November 2019, we were doing a drink and draw at Coventry Cathedral. And, uh, and they, and around the same time, I was getting uh, social media for Dan Panosian's Drink and Draw Social Club. And Dan was getting sort of much social media and emails for us. So we started talking and thought it'd be amazing to do a transatlantic drink and draw. Um, and uh, th then like I was talking to Ali McNamee, who, uh, sorry, Ollie McNamee, who you may, who I think you know, and he was like, it's Indeed. too big. It's too big to do it. So because I know the cathedral, because I'm a part-time lecturer at Coventry University, because the fact that we have done drink and draws in the astonishing Herbert Art Gallery, which you've now been in, um, we thought it'd be quite nice to use that whole space, which is all interconnected, and do a, a comic con. Well, I don't like the word comic con because it's anonymous with other stuff. Yeah. A, a, a festival there. Um, yeah, and that, that's what Meanwhile was all about. I mean, it, the thing that kind of struck me, I mean, we, we're showing the video footage now of uh, uh, the cathedral. Um, it, the, the, the location of what you chose, uh, Coventry and certainly that, that whole area of the Herbert, of the hub, of the, the, um, the convention, uh, so where you put the, uh, the, the festival tent. Oh, the old, old, yes. So, uh, all just so kind of like, yeah, nicely in this really great space, very picturesque as well. Um, and it was just a joy to kind of like have that space nicely close together. Yeah. The, the, the stage as well. And it just nicely, because when I saw the map of uh, what you'd got planned for Meanwhile, I wondered just how far it was going to be apart, but it was just nicely accessible. And yeah, just a, a joy to kind of get to see this space. I mean, I've got, we've got the image up there of, uh, of the, the, the tent area in the, uh, the courtyard of the, uh, the cathedral, which was also rather entertaining as well, because um, as it was held uh, on, over the course of the weekend, you had a lot of um, silver haired grannies Walking into the, uh, the the cathedral area, obviously there to bask in the religious glow of this incredible uh, surrounding, um, and wondering why there was this tent of uh, comic creators mm. kind of like in the way. Uh, but they were they were entertained and they kind of like uh, they had a look round and they, they were very they, they weren't too off putting. Uh, so no, it was it was a, a, not only that, but the weather held off. I mean that's. A picture there from the Saturday, and it was a glorious day. Little bit of a weather at the back end, and a little bit of a rain on the Sunday morning, but it kind of cleared out nicely. It, yeah. it worked out really, really well. The, the the weather was really lucky for you. There you go. There's a, there's a what, very frazzled looking uh, Simon. So if, if if I may if I may say what what people have just seen those last two photos. This is the space in between the middle. So you're walking from the old bombed out cathedral ruins, which were bombed in World War Two, and then you walk through this space, which is massive and uh, epic and, you know, I was going to say cathedral-like, but it is a cathedral. Uh, and then you walk into the uh, the new cathedral and, and it's, you know, you can't ask for a, 
better location, to be honest. Absolutely glorious. Um, what else have we got? Oh, yeah, we the cosplayers as well. Um, so this was, I mean, this is a picture from, let's have a look at where I am now. That looks quite this early. Just from the corner, yeah, this being the corner of the courtyard. So you've got the cathedral, no, you've cathedral directly ahead. You've got the uh, the Herbert space on the left there, and you've got the, the stage space. But in the middle as well, you also had these uh, wonderful battle boards as well. Uh, mm. So I know that Ollie, who you were talking, you mentioned earlier, he was um, involved in his own kind of street art Yes. Uh, festival, uh, which was High Viz, that took place on the same weekend. But uh, for your own uh, element, you very much dove into that um, aspect of creative art as well. Why did that element, did you feel? Because you don't see that much at uh, comic conventions. We, the whole event wasn't necessarily comic books. It's why we tried to sort of avoid saying it. It's about telling people's stories and about getting children, adults, whomever, just to pick up a pen and a pencil. And comic books are the are the the end point of telling your story with pictures and words. But graffiti also tells a story. You know, sculpture, painting, uh, sculpture, music, uh, prose, they all, they all tell stories. And we wanted to show that creating artwork doesn't have to be laborious. And it doesn't have to be sitting in your bedroom for hours. You know, you can grab some spray paints or pens and, and do something really quite special. In I think these guys had two and a, two hours for each board. Um, and it seemed to work. People were really engaging. People really liked it. Uh, so it was a fun thing to do. It also, comic books for pair, sorry, comic book conventions, comic book festivals, whether it's something astonishing like Thought Bubble, which I always come away inspired or whether it's um, something like a London film, a comic com or an MCM, uh, where it is uh, a, a little bit more media based. There's never really much for people who aren't necessarily into the subject matter to do. So we actually thought having these live drawings happen would be quite um, uh, quite entertaining for those people who aren't necessarily into the subject matter. Absolutely. Uh, I mean, we, we're scrolling through and, uh, yeah, always great to have Rachel Smith uh, representing. Uh, so she was uh, there and it was great to host her panel. Um, mm. And I think the, the thing that really kind of um, galvanized me about the panels that you put together is that they weren't your standard panels. It wasn't mm. your average usual topics. I mean, you chose a Marvel writers panel. So it was very much about that relationship between um the art uh, the, the creatives and the company uh for example with my my own uh which i did with the the the, the, the dampanosium uh jeff johnson um oh no no it was um jeff dave johnson john dave johnson, johnson and also uh uh um, john, higgins. Uh, john higgins i also may i just uh i got absolutely <laughs> i was in the i was having a drink with ian churchill afterwards and he's like why wasn't he in that panel and I completely forgot that he's like, like has a seminal Supergirl run. He has. And he, he he rinsed me about that all evening. <laughs> all evening. And he's he to be fair to him, he's completely right. We could Absolutely. have had him and John on stage, and um, and it, that's my that's my fault. The choice. Well, I I mean I think we were quite okay with the the guests that we had. Mm. Um, if anything, because we also had uh, the fact that the um, 
uh, Jeff and uh, Dave were Skyping in. Yeah. Uh, so it, juggling that was was um, entertaining enough. But it was the fact that um, it wasn't a um, it wasn't a full positive uh, uh, panel um, in terms of the relationship between creatives and the company so it was very um grounded it was it would held no it pulled no punches and um that was uh, such a great session to be involved in even if maybe dc press or dc you know people at the high ups at dc <laughs> may not be entirely happy with the the, the results but we were honest about uh, and the, the the guys were very honest about their dealings with the company and i found that with all of the panels it wasn't just just straightforward um just kind of subject matter or even your approach your panel which you did with uh, the the star wars creatives so you had kieran gillen you had who else you had uh, uh broken shire so uh, yep. you had uh, yeah and you also had um george mann as well uh, on stage so you had the creatives, uh, so you had IDW, you had Marvel, Star Wars, and you had the novels as well, all represented. And it wasn't your standard Star Wars panel. It wasn't even your standard Star Wars creatives panel. You really kind of got into some real macro questions about uh, um, uh, just their real personal connection with the, 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 the mm. subject matter. And I thought that was a, a, a fantastic panel. The panels that you ran, um, you scheduled them for like an hour to an hour and a half, which is a lot longer than usual panels that you would see mm. at a convention or a festival. Why did you feel that it needed that kind of space? That kind of, I mean, there is that idea of the, something to breathe. You know, you're not looking at the time. You're not panicking so much. But why that long? It did feel – I'm just curious as to why you felt those timetables. Um well, that was a, a discussion that was had early on, and it was to let the guys talk. You know, very often, very often, um, a moderator, as you know, is is dictated by time. So suddenly, it's like, right, move on to the last question. And I thought what we were able to do, particularly on the Star Wars panel, I was actually able to let like Nick and Kieran and George actually finish their points, as opposed to having to rush them into the next question. And actually what was nice is uh, Kieran in particular would like, oh, do you mind if I just say this? And he was able to add to his point and give texture and context to his answers. Um, and Nick did the same thing, you know? It was, I, I really, really enjoyed it because um, it's a subject matter that's really, really close to my heart. So it was, it was lovely to be able to talk to, well, two guys who I consider very good friends and uh, <laughs> Kieran who I know relatively well. So to actually just sit and chat with my mates about Star Wars was just amazing. And and obviously, you know, you were there as well and helped out. So it was a, I thought that one went really, really well. Um, and uh, and we had quite a few people there. I checked the tickets sold and we, we had quite a few people there, which was quite nice. Especially mm -hmm. after you told me it was only 20 people. So I went back and checked the tickets. Okay. I mean, it was certainly, I mean, the Star Wars one was certainly one of the big draws of the weekend as well. Mm -hmm. So uh, no, it was, it's great to, uh, to know that it was uh, an audience there. But also, I mean, you had the drink and draw as well. We've got the uh, the images up on uh, screen, and this was a, a free event that was held inside the cathedral. Yeah. And um, I don't think. It, let me see if I can just zoom in on this uh, because I think people need to just realize there's a bar. Um, yeah. 
in the inside the cathedral where so you had creatives um not only just uh doodling away but also getting merrily piddled uh inside a, a cathedral yeah. it's i mean I, my wife who was brought up catholic was determined that she was going to go to hell um <laughs> so um it was just entertaining to kind of like have that uh uh, session there and yeah we, it, it is such an amazing building to kind of like wander around and uh, get the yeah. but yeah here we go we've got this is this for me summed up the weekend we've got creatives with pens and paper doodling away and then just cutting loose and just enjoying themselves and i think it just summed up a really joyous way for people to kind of get back into conventions after a long hiatus and a long time we were talking about this with a number of creatives uh, behind the table over the weekend especially on the sunday and the the idea being that there's going to be a number of people who are tabling at things like mcm or at uh, thought bubble and it's going to be one hell of a shock um to just suddenly be faced with that amount of people straight yeah. away after this length of time Events like, um, meanwhile, really did allow those that did uh, table at the show mm. a chance to kind of decompress instead, instead of getting the bends, which I can imagine mm. a lot of creatives are going to get in November. Yeah, I mean, it, we I'll be honest, I was a touch disappointed with the turnout. It, it was never dead, ever. Um, but we didn't get the crowds we expected. We were, we were informed that because it's the tail end of Freshers Week, uh, that there would be quite a lot of students milling around, and they didn't really appear to materialise. No, because um, they were all still drunk. Yeah, more than likely. But the day, in my mind, it was it was busy. It, it wasn't, you know, we're not talking five deep at every table like MCM, but, um, oh, uh, we're not, yeah, but it, sorry, not MCM, Thought Bubble, but it was busy, it was fun. Um, oh, do you know what? I didn't get to tell the story about my... Um, my Star Wars jumper on stage. <laughs> Go for it. It's the only jump. It's the oh, I look shattered on that. <laughs> I, well, you, you may not have seen the other one that I just showed you. Oh, hang on a second. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, yeah um, that's the time when we saw this week, last weekend. I had three hours sleep on the sat on the Saturday night. Self inflicted, man. I'm sorry. Well, no, yeah. you, you're not getting any sympathy from me. <laughs> um, I don't drink, and on Saturday night I drank. <laughs> I mean, admit. I mean, it was like what six or seven bottles of Peroni, which is about three and a half pints, I think. But, but I was, but it, it I was quite tiddly. Um, what was nice is the fact that sitting with me were Nick and George, so we were all on the Star Wars panel in the same state. But um, that jumper, particularly, is uh, um, it's the only sort of geeky piece of clothing that Ali, my partner, lets me wear. She quite likes it. But what's cool is when I was working for Adidas, um, uh, do it, you know, uh, working on London 2012, doing t-shirt graphics for them, uh, they had just done the first um, wave of Luke, uh, first wave of uh, partnerships with uh, Lucasfilm. And this was one of the very, very first Adidas Star Wars jumpers that came out. And I, um, they took me down to, well, it used to be the Adidas Gallery in Carnaby Street, and uh, and and I, I picked out that jumper, and it, and as soon as it falls apart, I will weep because it's awesome, and it doesn't, it doesn't quite look it there, but it's actually 
all the colours on them are bright, bright neon. But in that photo, it's not quite the neon that it comes that it that it actually it, is. It's, it was quite. Um, it's quite vibrant, um, yeah. which is why it was. Um, it was quite a contrast being worn by you. It wasn't so vibrant <laughs> at the time of you taking this picture because it's got to be said, you were at, you were being pulled from pillar to post, and yeah. you really did. You worked your ass off last weekend. Thank you. Which then begs the question: two things. Number yeah. one, was it worth it? Which I think I know the answer to that question is. Of course, it was. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I, it was. yeah, yeah. I think it was. Yeah. <laughs> Okay. So, uh, Jen, but... Len, may I, may I tell you, so on the Friday night, so this is nine o'clock on the Friday night, I get a phone call from my partner, Ali. She's just fallen down the stairs and broken her foot. So she oh, ended no, up... Well, you never, you never that. Yeah. So, so not only was the weekend me running a festival, I also was very worried about Ali. And on top of that, my right-hand man wasn't there because I run the drink of draws with Al. So there was like a point where if we if if she was there, I'd have been able to turn off at about six o'clock because Ali would have sorted out the drink and straw, made sure everything was running properly and ran it. Um, but she wasn't. <laughs> so it sort of uh, and then obviously she's got her foot in plaster and she's on crutches. So since coming home, I've basically been, you know, running around making sure she's OK as well. So um it was it was a very 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 uh, tiring weekend, and I've still not quite stopped. I've had a, a weekend off. May I just say, Catherine Hemmings is the most amazing person. She helped out all weekend. She's been our social media person, and we couldn't have done it without her. She is incredible. So everybody who's listening, go and buy a book. Being ginger, absolutely. Um, the pictures I'm showing, by the way, um, there's a. a what is this i mean obviously it's in the ruins of the old cathedral um and this is obviously the this one of the central staircases up to the yeah. uh, upper level um but it's it was right there in the middle of the uh the, the marquee and i just called it the awesome rock, rock of awesomeness <laughs> and i just got the the, the heroes uh, to go on so we've already seen uh, the likes of uh, sonia leong on there yeah. we've seen tony lee on there and let's see who else we've got uh, uh, catherine hemmings there uh, who else we got you got uh, Rachel Smith looking uh, uh, sublime and uh, resplendent. Excellent stuff. We got ourselves some uh, other great people. But like I say, the just the, the creatives really kind of do dove in, and oh, yeah, and really kind of supported you. Um, what has been the response from the creatives that were behind the tables? Uh, loved it. Um, loved it. Um, everybody who's come with a few minor details, like some people said there wasn't enough signage, that was down to us. A couple of people like wasn't quite as busy as they were expecting. But it's the first comeback. We're at the tail end of a pandemic. Uh, there's only three of us running it. I think we did all right. But most people, actually, to everybody, with the exception of a couple of minor digs, not digs, that's the wrong word, a couple of minor issues, has said they would come back and that they really, really, really enjoyed it. When you say minor issues, uh, oh, I mean... Oh, that's what I just said, the signage. Uh, yeah. Maybe not enough people. Um, is, is the, was that because at the end of the day, you are somebody that has tabled at a convention and that has been your approach to it, that you've kind of, you're, 
you put this event on from the perspective of someone who has been at a, a table at a convention, but then now you're learning how you have to deconstruct it from an attendee's perspective as well. well I'll tell you what happened. We actually had, you know, like a classic um, village signpost. So big upright and sign sticking off it. We had three of them ready to go and we just ran out of time and couldn't put them up. God, I look broken in those photos. <laughs> I'm absolutely broken in those photos. Um, I don't know. I, I'm not entirely sure how Nick Brokenshire is actually holding it together. I saw I saw him stifling a couple of yawns, but yeah. yeah he... But that was that panel was really, really interesting because I was asking questions that I wanted to know the answers to. Um, and a very good friend of mine was in the audience who I've known since I was like two or three years old. And he said it was a really, really interesting. It was questions that he'd, uh, sorry, answers to questions that he wasn't expecting, and indeed that were a lot of fun. Um, yes. But the panel was the panel was fun. It was. I mean, I, 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 absolutely. I mean, we uh, we moved on from it because I want to show as many of these photos as I can. Uh, let's see what else we got. Yeah, I got a nice bit of video there as well. So we'll, we'll let that run. Um, so. The, I mean, a lot of the, the, the question, obviously, then is uh, moving forward. Meanwhile, 2022, uh, is this something that you're planning already or is this something that you're not even contemplating yet? You're still kind of decompressing from last week. We had to give ourselves a week off. Um, I was working 16-hour uh, days for about a month beforehand, um, and we had to just stop. Uh, I... I would like to go forward. I'd like to move it forward. I, I think there is potential there for something really, really, really special. I think we could, rival isn't the right word, but, you know, we could be a, a you know, akin to a smaller thought bubble. Um, there, there was a lot we got right, which I thought, yeah. which I thought would, you know, would uh, translate to the future really, really well. There was a lot we got right. And the venues, you know, you can't ask for better, uh, more regal, elegant venues. I thought they were all astonishing. And the fact that we got that uh, bespoke lecture theatre, which is part of Coventry University as well. Um, what was the biggest surprise for you putting together your own convention? What was the thing that came out of it that you just went, ah, I didn't quite expect that? I didn't realize that that was going to be an element of this. Okay. What was the, what was the biggest thing for you that you just went, Oh, all how right. Many people, how many people said yes? <laughs> Honestly, I, I, you know, and we played footage on the Saturday night. Um, I don't know if people saw it, but we played footage of Charlie Adlard doing a drawing for us uh, and sort of saying we couldn't, sorry, couldn't be there. Dave and Jeff did a drawing for us for the Saturday night, which we played footage of. Again, apologising for not being there. Um, I think it was because there was no audio. People didn't quite cock it. They were all just, you know, drawing and drinking and stuff, which is as it should be. Yes. Um, what I didn't expect was not even being able to sit at my table for five minutes. I, you know, I, I, I was... I, you, on the you, did, you, did, you did have a table inside the marquee and yes, I didn't be did, yeah. behind it once. Yeah. And I, I, on the Sunday, I was carrying a sandwich round that I didn't eat uh, from about half 12 right the way through <laughs> till the end of play. I was just carrying the sandwich round. 
it went it went with me into the Star Wars uh, into the Star Wars panel. It went with me into I was doing a Star Wars drawing panel where there was children uh, not panel workshop where there were children drawing stormtroopers. We got a stormtrooper in there, so I was in there just giving them drawing tips. Again, the sandwich came with me, and then uh, when I interviewed Jeff Johnson on his own about the difference between illustration and animation, which was amazing. I mean, I think that was. I mean, that was up there with the Star Wars panel because it was just wonderful. Just being able to talk to like one of my heroes about uh, animation and illustration and his process and how that process has changed over the last 10 years with the introduction of digital um, and throwing in like, loads of geeky references. And that sandwich came with me for that as well. <laughs> so it was at half past five. I was like, I've just, this is now got handprints in. I can't eat this. You know, it was. <laughs> Uh, and then I, think... I was I was unable to make that panel. I really wanted to as well, but my train left at something like five past six, so yeah. I had to be down there, and I, I couldn't make it for that panel. It is a, a panel that was it was a panel was on later on on the Sunday. Why program that late into the Sunday afternoon? Um, because of the time shift to uh, America. Yeah, we'd already they'd already done because of scheduling, because of lots of things shifting very, very late on, Dave and Jeff did us a huge favor. Uh, yeah, Dave and Jeff did us a huge favor by coming on to the DC panel. And I think for them, it was roughly four in the morning. It was. Could not do that to them again. We could not do that to them again. So we, we, we purposely made it later on. And we had quite a few people turn up. And what was nice is we had students and... Um, we had students turn up who were into the subject matter. So it's not necessarily those people who are fans. It wasn't a fan convention. It was about people. It was about showing individuals that, that they can do more, you know, that they and also just in, and getting that inspiration and getting that, mm. like you say, that um, coming away from the, the show inspired to create. And yeah, I think that's what you were, you were aiming for. And that's what I think you definitely achieved. Um, well, I, for myself, it was a, a joy to be a part of. Uh, it was uh, an honour to kind of uh, to be asked um, uh, to be uh, uh, participating. I know that I did kind of uh, <laughs> throw myself into one or two elements of the other panels, but I think certainly for uh, the live streaming, they needed to keep yeah. the microphones moving. Yeah, moving. of course, so of course. Kind of I did that feel day. that I had to wrestle the mic back off you on the Star Wars panel. <laughs> that was a joke. It's okay. It's all right. I'll take it. If you wanted to come down and beat me up by it. <laughs> no, no, no. It was, it was fine. I just kept thinking, I want to ask another question. But I, um, there was a part in that Star Wars panel, if you watch the VT, where I go, oh, I've got to be somewhere else. And I say it out loud. And then I thought, actually, no, this is where I want to be. And uh, I've just got the times wrong in my head. And I thought, no, this is where I want to be. And as soon as I said that to myself, I just settled and the rest of the panel went really, really well. Mm. Um I've, I've, I've never done that before and I really enjoyed it. And I think the only reason I really enjoyed it is because Nick and George were brilliant. They gave me loads of grace. Uh, Kieran always just, you know, he'll tell a story. He's always a great shit, yeah. But what was really nice is as the panel was going on, I asked a question which threw them all. And Kieran sort of turned to me and gave me a little wink as if to say, you know, this is good. This is all right. You, you know, you've not done a bad job here. And that made, that made, uh, that made a hell of a, uh, it meant a lot. It really, really meant a lot. I really, really enjoyed it. Um, and again, speaking, uh, oh, sorry, go on. 
No, no, but I mean, just you were talking about the VT, you're talking about the uh, YouTube um, clips. When are those going to be going live? Because I think well, a lot of people would love to see those. Yeah, uh, they, they, we've got, because it's all being pro professionally produced, it's all being edited and the sound's being done properly and they will go live, but we need a, we need a few weeks because it, it kind of, we're not going to, we're not putting in this much work to just put out the raw footage yeah you know, it needs to be special um so yeah that's that's why but i thought the star wars panel went really well uh you know um the 51st legion coming in and vader opening the panel with the stormtroopers and having vader steam blaring over the uh over the tannoy i thought that was that was really lovely it, it did i think it went really well um yeah, there were, there were loads and loads of things that we could um, build on moving forwards. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm trying to find uh, Caroline's pictures as well, because I'd love to show some of these, because uh, I haven't actually seen uh, many of these, so I will mind uh, very quickly. I mean, this is going to be awful for the audio version of this particular uh, uh, podcast. Uh, so, yeah, please do uh, tune into our YouTube channel at youtube.com uh, slash Englishman SDCC. Uh, so please do uh, check that out. But um, yeah, what um, uh, Caroline uh, took some photos as well. Uh, so we got to Rachel as well. And uh, yeah, let's see what we've got here. Uh, yeah, just some. It was just nicely laid out, and um, everyone just had a really great time. Like I say, the weather kind of hampered you a little bit uh, in places. One or two uh, uh, kind of uh, riv rivulets running through the uh, the middle of the, the marquee. Uh, but I think everyone, I think, like I say, that the idea of coming together uh, for the first proper mm. creatives and artists and comics-based convention without all the detritus of, um, of something that you would find at some conventions of like uh, trinkets behind a, a, a table, mm. um, everyone just kind of sort of took a lot of the, the rough elements and just accepted it. and. Uh, and ran with it and they kind of or they banded together and supported mm. you as the best they could uh to in this amazing space and uh it was absolutely well worth checking out um, the, um but uh, where can people oh go on i was just gonna say it was also done because of the pandemic uh, you know you must have walked through the herbert art gallery it's massive you know the airflow through the herbert's huge um, the tent, you know, we made a point of you go in one side, you go out the other. And also it was warm enough that we could lift the sides. So people basically sitting outside. The battle boards were all done outside. Um, we, were, we were conscious of the fact that we've just come out of a pandemic. Um, and uh, I think I think we did. I think we did OK. I think we did OK. Um, I think I personally think you did more than OK. And like I say, I mean, I'm looking forward to uploading uh, my gallery so more people can see the photos that myself and Caroline took. Looking forward to seeing uh, the photos that your guys took as well and also the videos as well. Yeah. Where can people find more about what happened last weekend? Where's the best place for people to go and uh, kind of well, there's loads, we... there's, there's loads of photos being released on our Instagram feed, which is, uh, meanwhile, I think it's... So I, I always get them the wrong way around. Meanwhile, festival or meanwhile, 2021. And that, yeah. that either Twitter or Instagram, but they're either or. And I can't, right. I always get them the wrong way around. Twitter is meanwhile, 2021. Okay. 
So it's so, Meanwhile Festival. And also yeah. there's Meanwhile Festival on Facebook and meanwhilefestival.com is our website. Um, so, yeah, and we're going to start putting up a gallery on our website of this event, um, which I, I think people will like to see. Um, you know, the, the, the Saturday afternoon was just splendid. You know, it was really yeah. busy, loads of people there. And then we had a natural break, which was really nice. The rain caused a natural break. And then we had hundreds of people in the cathedral. We we did a clicker. We had hundreds of people. But because the cathedral, as Kieran Gillen quite rightly said, looks like a set from a Warhammer, you know, 20, uh, a Warhammer, uh, uh, you know. It's, Warhammer. it's a very modern, yeah. contemporary building, but, yeah. Like Ian Churchill pointed out, there were hundreds of people there, but the space looked empty. You know, it, and there were hundreds of people at the, you know, the drink and draw. They had to put extra tables out for us, um, which I don't know whether you saw that happening, but they did. I saw that, but I was more taken as well by the soundtrack. So it was it was the fact that we were in a cathedral. We were in a yep. religious building. We were in a religious building, a deeply religious building. Mm. I was drinking a very nice IPA and listening to Bowie and getting uh, uh, grooving to some Tom um, Tom Club. And I'm going, yeah, okay. I'm down with this. This is this is good. This is fun. No, it really, really was such a great weekend, and uh, it, like I say, it was an honour to be a part of it. Um, and uh, I'm looking forward to hearing more about uh, Meanwhile 2022 uh, down the line. So uh, very much looking forward to that. Yeah, I, I need Ali's foot to knit back together and to have a bit more sleep, and then I can start thinking about it. When when did you start coming round? By the way, when did uh, the kind of when did the fog start lifting? Um, Wednesday, Thursday, I think. I was waiting yeah, for you to turn around and say this morning. And then, <laughs> no, and and I um. So on f Monday, I was fuming because we got to the hotel on s Sunday night, and I had had a pint of Guinness with John Higgins and Ian Churchill, and they were being really lovely about the event. Oh, Sally was there as well, John's partner. And they were really lovely about the event. And I got back to the hotel at about midnight. You know, it wasn't Larry, anything like that at all. I just needed to sort of distance myself from the event just for a couple of hours. And uh, got back. And uh, at quarter past four in the morning, some idiots are running around the hotel, slamming doors, which woke me up. So, on, so over like a space of 72 hours, I think I had less than 10 hours sleep. So Monday well, I was walking around like a zombie. Um, I mean, so long as you so long as you emailed Kieran and Al about that in the morning, because I think that's just personally personally <laughs> rather rather rude of them to do that. Well, I mean, but... when I when I put my head out when I you know when I he put my head out the window sorry the door I did recognise the full phoenix back tattoo that Kieran has, um, but I didn't want to say anything, you know. Fair enough. Um, where can people find out more about you uh, and your artwork? And um, yeah, just uh, point people in the direction uh, for your stuff. Well, uh, everything's pretty funky. So pretty funky on Instagram. My website's pretty funky, although you can get there through simonmyers.co.uk. And my Twitter feed, which I don't necessarily use for artwork, is Myers. Um but like everything's pretty funky. So if you type in pretty funky, it'll take you to my website, it'll take you to my Instagram, it'll take you wherever you need to go. Excellent stuff. 
Simon, I know that it's been a long week for you and um, you've probably wanted even a little bit more uh, distance from last weekend just to kind of get your head around it. But for myself, I just wanted to say thank you very much indeed for putting on an amazing festival. And I really hope that I get the chance to be a part of it next year because um, if anything, I think me and Caroline had a blast of a weekend and it was just well worth taking part. It was just amazing. So personally, you actually feel that it was a success and that it, with maybe a few tweaks, it could actually be a really successful event moving forward. It was a really successful oh, event moving okay. forward. And yes, a couple of tweaks could be. Uh, uh, but then again, a couple of tweaks. It was your first year, man. I mean, yeah. there's, there's always going to be something. I mean, listen, the tent didn't blow away. So yeah. that's what you've got to take from it. it, mm -hmm. it, it, it you know, the wrath. OK, the wrath of God was not inflicted on your festival so That's you were fine you were fine there we go thank simon thank you so much indeed for coming on and uh yeah uh looking forward to finding out more about uh, next year's festival cool cheers len uh, and thank again you. thanks for digging us out of a hole that was uh that was really kind of you thank you always always excellent stuff thank you very no, much indeed for coming take care on. man be good bye-bye so there you go, Simon Myers. Um, like I say, Meanwhile Festival on all the social medias. Do check out um, more about it. Like I say, he's going to be posting up the videos. I'm really looking forward to seeing how those uh, panels uh, came out. Um, and uh, I'm certainly looking forward to uh, re-watching the ones that I missed. Uh, so uh, do uh, check them out on their social medias. So there you go. That's our first show back. Hope you've enjoyed it. Um, I know that this is uh, currently going out on our Patreon. Uh, so we've got a couple of people watching from that. Uh, but uh, if you are watching this on the replay, thank you so much indeed for uh, tuning in for the first episode. Back again next Sunday, 10 a.m. Pacific, 1 p.m. Eastern, 6 p.m. GMT. Um, we have got ourselves some guests that are lining themselves up. One of them that I met at the, uh, the show at uh, Meanwhile Festival. So hopefully we're going to be getting George Mann on uh, the, the podcast in the next couple of weeks. Uh, fingers crossed on that one. But we're also going to be keeping you up to date with all of the updates for all of the shows and uh, Comic-Cons moving forward throughout the course of the year, especially as we head towards San Diego Comic-Con 2022. So from myself, thank you so much indeed for your company. I will see you next Sunday. And uh, yeah, keep your eyes open for uh, conventions and let's see, let's see if we can get ourselves all back out there nice and safe. Till next week, we'll see you soon. Bye-bye. Talking Con, a cup of tea with an Englishman in San Diego is a production of the Convention Collective. Support the podcast by visiting patreon.com slash an Englishman in San Diego and visit theconventioncollective.com.